Hello, friends of the Nonlinear Life Podcast. Welcome to season two. Now, if you follow me on Instagram, season two should have started on September 2nd. However, we kind of should have expected I wasn't going to get this done on time. Just kidding, kind of, but not really. The summer somehow sucked out all of the motivation I had to do things. Um, When season one ended, I had actually just a week before been notified that I didn't get the job. And I'd already gone through two rounds of interviews. And in my head, I was like, I got it. I know I got it. So when I got that rejection letter, it sort of started my summer off real dirty. Um, But I'm going to give you guys some updates on my life personally, and I'm going to intro you into season two of the Nonlinear Lives podcast. Yes, you heard that right. We are no longer the Nonlinear Life podcast. We are the Nonlinear Lives podcast. Now, if you're wondering why, well, I have a nice answer and I have like a real, real answer. But I'll start with the nice answer. The nice answer is inclusivity. It's no longer about my life. When I began my blog in 2012, it was called the Nonlinear Life blog um, because it just was talking about my life and my story. However, in starting this podcast, it's about everyone's story. And as I look at my blog post and the way that I write, even my story is meant to draw people in. I share really personal things about uh, guys that I like, mistakes that I've made, depression, joy, humor, my body, um, even some creative pieces in there. And my hope is to draw people out. And with this podcast, it's to draw people in. Um, through them telling their stories. It's not just about Tosin's life. It's about black lives, LGBTQI lives, men's lives, women's lives, religious lives, non-religious lives, the lives of children, the lives of indigenous people. It's about the collective experience of humanity told through the lens of disruptions and how they change us for the better, the worse, or the wash. Now, the real, real reason is that the domain was taken. <laughs> and I didn't want to change the name that much. And so I changed it to the nonlinear lives because that domain was still available. I could have done the nonlinearlife.org, but I'm not an organization. I'm not even really a company. I'm just a human who like happens to have a blog and a podcast by the same names. But hashtag don't judge me. Um, now for personal updates. Like I said, At the end of May, I was just kind of done. I was coasting, um, and about a week later, it's when all of the the news broke and the video broke with George Floyd, and it sent the world um, not into a tailspin, but it united the world, or a, a massive segment of the world, around a cause of justice and really looking at the way that black men and women are treated Um, in America, but also across the globe. On top of that happening, you also, um, you saw the killings or just were notified of the killings of Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, so many other people, and most recently, Jacob Blake. Now, um, it has been chaotic to be in the United States. It's been chaotic to be a black woman, um, specifically a black woman of faith in this. There's been a lot of wrestling for me between my identity as a black woman and then my identity as a Christian. Um, and so 
for me, I have become more vocal about where I stand surrounding race, um, where I think the church should stand surrounding race. And it's not so much because I want to be the hypercritic of the church. It's because so much of my education and my knowledge and information is from the church. So much of my life has been filtered through a very Christian lens. Um, and I think that lens gives me a very special perspective and a special way to call out um, hypocrisy and harm that's done to physical bodies by the church. Um, additionally, I kept applying for jobs. Around July, I reached out to a job that interviewed me in January and said that, hey, we we don't really have a timeline for like when to hire or the next things. Um, and then I got reached out to by um, an organization that I really wanted to work for. And so it hit around July, maybe like the third week of July. And I just was in a very depressive state. Um, and so I made the decision that if I didn't know, if I wasn't going to progress to the next level, if I didn't get a clear indication of when I would be hired for positions, then I was ready to drive back to Atlanta just to be with my family for a short period of time. Originally, I was supposed to be here for three weeks. I've now been here for six weeks. Um, but all hope is not lost because last week, Monday, so actually not last week. So August 31st, I turned 30. Happy birthday to me. The end. Um, and then September 1st, I actually got an offer for a position that I really wanted in the industry that I really love at an organization that I really respect. Um, and cool thing about this episode dropping, it drops on my first day of work. Yes. Bow, 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 bow. Um, so that's really exciting. Um Two days later, a tree fell on my car. It wasn't even raining or storming. Literally, it was a sunny day and a tree just effing fell on my car. And you know, it is what it is. Today, I'm in a much better place with it. The last two days, I've been really whiny and complaining about it. But I took like a really great walk up Kennesaw Mountain. I needed those endorphins to put me in a better mood. And when I came down, I got a massive cup of coffee on an empty stomach which somehow didn't mess up my stomach, but gave me a lot of positive energy to put into recording this. Um, but overall, I'm doing well. I'm so excited to get my life started. Um, a lot of my 20s was going through really traumatic events. Um, and so I'm excited that as I open up my 30s that I have a job that I'm going to be in a place where I get to grow and thrive and get to connect with people. Honestly, I... I could not be more stoked about it. Um, and more than that, I have felt this wave of transparency come over me in my 30s where I'm like, I am who I am. It is what it is. Um, and I've had that since I was 13. But I feel like with each decade, it gets more real and more palpable. So those are the updates about me. Um, yeah, I think that's it. So to transition into this season... This season, I'm going to follow the same format as last season. We'll have three topics, three guests per topic, um, and you'll get to hear varying stories. So the first topic this season is called, I did a thing. And I did a thing really is just a phrase that's used when a friend, someone you know, a family member, they make a decision that kind of 
changes things. They've disrupted their own life on purpose. Um, And so what I'm really excited about, it was not by choice. It was really just by like who I've connected with. I'm getting to do an episode with three people of color actually located in Houston. Um, For a short set of time, I decided that I was much braver than I thought I was. Um, And I reached out to a food blogger in Houston who honestly is like the sage of black dining in Houston. I've also reached out to a woman who runs the Black Enneagram. Um, You'll hear more about that in her episode. And then an amazing brewing company called For the Culture Brewing. I think that I Did a Thing is supposed to motivate people who are on the verge of trying something to just go for it. That's what I'm really hoping for. Um, The next topic for this season is called This Isn't Working Anymore. And it's all about that catalyst that tells you, hey, it is time for a change. And it's scary. I am the worst at knowing when to quit. quit. I am the worst at knowing when to quit and when to give up something. I'm the worst at like being like something has got to change. Um, So I think it's amazing when people just stop one day and say, this isn't working. This has got to change. I'm really excited about these episodes because these are meant to be uh, really personal stories from people that honestly I think will will be super motivating to help other people to be like, yeah, this isn't working, it's time to quit. The last topic of this season is called Intersecting Identities. As 2020 has progressed, um, people are being forced to reconcile with who they are. And whether you have come to this new awareness of privilege and oppression and um, like dominance and power in the U.S., or you haven't, um, you're, you're kind of forced to just navigate it. So what I'm doing is I'm going to be talking just to three guests who are very aware of their identities and how they're engaging with others through that lens. Um, in this season, I... I am so honestly, like, I'm so excited to get to hear more stories, to get to talk to more people, to um, constantly be humble and to learn from other people's experiences. And I hope that you are excited about it too. So per always, please feel free to share this episode, share more about the Nonlinear Life podcast. Again, this podcast is only made possible through people sharing it. I don't do ads because I think they're currently like, I don't need to do them. Like I don't have enough followers to be like, let me monetize my episodes. Um, so I don't do ads. I don't do sponsorships. All I say is that if you believe in this podcast, share it with people like the podcast, review the podcast. You can only review it on Apple Podcast, and then follow. Invite your friends to follow. And if you think that you know someone who would make a great guest, and if you would make a great guest, slide into my DMs. I mean that platonically and professionally. Um, slide into my DMs. I would love to sit down and learn and to even think about how you could be part of this podcast. Um, I'm so glad that y'all are here, and I'm so glad that you're going to be joining me again for season two of the Nonlinear Life podcast. 
Special thanks to Boma Chief and West of Boma Curates. She produced this season's theme music. See you soon.